Hello and welcome everyone. It's me, Rodney Cyrus, back with you one more time. We're talking managers on the verge, managers who are close to getting the sack. Now, we're not going to start off with Manchester United straight away. I know you guys know I'm a Manchester United fan, but we're going to look elsewhere and see what kind of domino effect it might have. We're going to start with Spurs and Liverpool. Uh, not necessarily Liverpool because there's only one person joining me today on the pod and it's Ty. How are you, Ty? Yeah, not too bad. All good, all good. Excellent. Um, managers on the verge, we're talking about those managers that could possibly lose their job. Now, a lot's been said in the press about um, a particular manager in London and it's no longer Arsene Wenger. It was always Arsene Wenger, but now people are looking elsewhere and talking about Pochettino. Um, as a as a Spurs fan, is Poch got long left? Um, I think it's up to him. Mm. Um, I think that it would be by any stretch of the imagination um, a risk for Levy to sack Pochettino. Um, having said that, it all depends on what the next five fix, fixtures bring up. Um, I think that he is on the verge of leaving. At the, I said it before in previous podcasts that he's yeah. got one more season left at Spurs. Yeah. Um, so I think Just that like there it. will be a mutual situation for him. To, uh, there, there'll be an exit strategy that doesn't sort of show anyone in any bad face. As a, as a club, you've got to understand the difference between um, a club at the top tier trying to attract top managers with um, limited money and going around with the you know the sort of acts of condemnation um it, it can have the ripple effect of, of of sacking pochettino after such a sterling job and he has done a really fantastic job in in in, in sort of creating an identity is is that it doesn't bode well for uh, uh, attracting a, a better manager than pochettino you so know, it's re- it's really funny because you say a better show. i think pochettino all of the talk uh, in the summer, there's been the set all the talk. There have been, you know, the the rumours about him not being happy, about him not feeling that he's being backed. I mean, every manager that's under pressure is going to actually say they haven't been backed. Um, in terms of those that are possibly on the on the on the verge of being sacked or on their way out, I w- I thought that Maurizio Pochettino had been backed. I thought that that Spurs's transfer policy, the players that they brought in this season were adequate, were good enough. I don't I don't know why he's not happy. Um I think I, I it's a difficult one to answer. It's all speculative from, from, from my point of view. It's you know, is he unhappy? Is he frustrated? Is he um has he hit the ceiling of his own ability? Um it's a question all three questions are valid. Mm. I, I don't think that, that Pochettino, and I've said this previously again, um, you know, Pochettino is a fantastic coach. He has managed to make wine out of water, uh, especially with the likes of Sissoko. Um, but, I, you know, I, I wonder if he was, you know, what's Pochettino's real view on, on the, the sale of Trippier? Did he sanction that? Um, mm. You know, did he want another striker and not get one? Um there, there, there are a number of things. I don't think that the, the, the transfer market was successful in the sense that we got everything that we needed. Um, we definitely got an injection of, of, of new talent. 
um, uh, you know, 80% of which are still yet to to be seen six games in. Mm. Um, we've not seen Sessegnon, the Celso got injured with Argentina. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in Dombele, uh, spurts and bouts, you know, you're seeing little glimpses of, of, of why we've paid the money for him. Um, not, none of them are necessarily bad buys, but none of them have had the impact that, say, uh, Van Dyke or yeah. uh, Alisson made when they came in for Liverpool. They hit the ground running straight away. And it may be, it may take some time, um, but the, the more concerning thing for me is the narrative coming from Pochettino. Um, he hasn't got a good enough squad as he used to have. Um, he's not being backed in the transfer market. These are, these are, these are, is this part of his exit strategy? Is he, is he already sort of giving us the reasons in, in, is he drip feeding us the reasons for his, his demise um, as we go along? Yeah. Do you know what, do you know what's really something, I mean, it's strange. In the summer, I would have said, and everyone probably would have said, Steve Bruce has got to be first choice to be sacked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being on it. I would have said, Steve, at no point in time would anyone have said, you know, Pochettino is going to be in the, in, in the running or in the top three of managers that could possibly leave his job or walk away from his job or get sacked. Everyone I knew would have said, yep, yeah, definitely Steve Bruce, because he's going to the hot house, which is Newcastle. Newcastle, looking at the league, are 17th, right? Steve Bruce is 14 to 1 to be sacked. Pochettino is second in the list, 10 to one. He has yeah. shorter odds yeah. on, on, on being sacked. Now, in terms of the two clubs, different in terms of resources, difference in terms of stature. I mean, you know, Newcastle United fans will say they're bigger than Spurs, but just different, you know, in terms of everything. And you, I, me, Pochettino had what he needed Steve Bruce came in last minute uh, and both teams are um, not necessarily doing in terms of what they would like to do great things. But Spurs is Spurs as a team are miles ahead of Newcastle. But yet all the talk is about how he's unhappy, about how he might leave, about how, you know, some of the players like, say, Harry Kane is now openly said something about we haven't learned anything. And that kind of I don't know if that's something that's it's almost undermining Pochettino or if Pochettino has said yep green like that you can speak up freely and say something or you know I'm, I'm I'm puzzled because his his the actual possibility of him moving on causes a ripple effect across the league and and Europe because for whatever reason everyone says he's the next best thing he hasn't won anything but he's the next best thing in terms of managers now as a Man United fan there is already pressure on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. He's six to one to lose his job. He's ahead of Pochettino. Can you imagine Pochettino at Christmas says, you know what, can't do it here anymore. I've done everything I can. And he walks, he's not sacked, he walks away. He walks away and that, just the fact that he walks away makes him a viable option for other clubs. You know, and me as a Man United fan, I want Ole to do well, but I know the fan base are twitchy already and I know that the owners well not even the owners are what I would call they're the gang in the um, gunfight at the OK Corral they, they, they're trigger happy they're, they're the ones that when anyone walks through the, the saloon door they grab their pistol because they yeah. think right we need to kind of like move something on now I'm, I'm, it's, I'm almost 
as a Manchester United fan, not just someone who looks football, I'm almost praying that he doesn't leave Spurs. Hmm. Do you understand? But I thought from a Spurs point of view, Spurs fans like yourself and others might think it's time for him to move on. Yeah, I mean, you know, what does there's a couple of things in there. I mean, what 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 could Pochettino do differently to Solskjaer um, in terms of you know his achievement? If you're if you're you know like anything, if you're looking to improve, you're looking for better than you already have. Um, in terms of where Pochettino has dragged Tottenham from and to, um, he's done a fantastic job. And that is, is is that something that United would want to see from Pochettino? Would they be expecting him to? to do miracles what's he like in the transfer market is he has he got an eye for new talent um the jury's out with all of those questions you know what would make if you can name me one pochettino by that's been successful <laughs> i would say lucas mora well did he buy lucas mora but, but this is the thing is with with, with, with everyone that looks in from the outside everyone will assume that 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 transfer was down to him well, he says he's got no control. He's got to make his mind up. Well, either you're choosing players... Or you're not. Or you're not. Yeah. You can't yeah. say you've got no control, but then people will, will, will cite, you know, the incoming um, players as players that he's bought. If he's bought those players, then he's got control. Well, I, well, I think actually, and I think what you're, you're saying is, is is accurate, what what it does um, kind of point towards is is the, the narrative that fans of a particular club will want to, one, pedal, to follow. Spurs fans are like saying, you know, like yourself will say, well he's not in charge, therefore he's not he's not he's not responsible for the players coming in because he said, I just want to be the coach. The flip side of Remanchester is everyone says that Oli's the manager and any play any player that's purchased, they'll say Oli's done well with the transfers. But everyone knows that Woodward is responsible. It's been going on for years and everyone knows that there's been talk of a director of football. So in terms of Worst case scenario from a, from a, an Oli Gunnar Solskjaer point of view is that if Maurizio Pochettino is sacked or he does walk away, he will go, or say go, who knows, he will be linked to Manchester United because that's what will happen. But he'll just replace a manager who is in a similar position to himself. He doesn't have any yeah, control. I don't see any incentive for Pochettino to leave Spurs and go to United, and 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 that's testament to what he's done at Spurs for me to be even able to say that. Mm. There, there, there was a time when the the, the gulf in in opportunity and, mm. and potential was so vast that yeah. just the mere mention of United and people are packing their bags and and you know and turning and switching the lights off. Behind. Well, you know, <laughs> um, like that, that the gold rush. Come on. But you, you know you're not seeing that, and and like you said, the setup at United isn't any better in terms of what I can see. Solskjaer from the outside looking in um, is not any better. I mean, is Solskjaer even in control? Is he still getting a, a whisper in his ear from Ferguson? These are things that Pochettino would not sign. He wouldn't sign up for. Yeah. Um, I'm, well, I, I, I'll, just to, to to comment on the 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 the, the Sir Alex Ferguson possible link of whispers that was always rumored to be the case. When he first arrived, because every every press conference was the gaffer, the gaffer, and I think after a while, maybe about seven weeks, people were tired of him mentioning Sir Alex Ferguson because they wanted to see him be a manager in his own right. But not to drift away from from Pochettino, the Manchester United scenario is very much like Game of Thrones in the sense that there are you know 
the little fingers everywhere whispering and trying to to kind of be the, 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 the man in the shadows who has control to the kingdom. Woodward wants to be Littlefinger in, in, in my opinion. He wants to have someone at the forefront and say, yeah, I will do all of these things and make you more powerful, but I will remain control in control. Pochettino, for, for all intents and purposes at Spurs, realises that he's not, the, he's not the manager. So he says, don't call me the manager. I am just the coach. Yeah. And I think to be fair to Pochettino, you know, if he, he's a clever man, he would look at that Manchester United scenario. He's not a man that's driven necessarily by by funding um, money, a high salary for himself, stakes for himself, so to speak. He's a very honourable man. I don't think that he would leave Spurs to go to United for his own individual personal gain. He, there would have to be something there that he could see he can do. Mm. Um, I don't think that, you know, I wouldn't, I, you know, and I'm not a fan of Levy. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't leave uh, at my job with Levy as my manager to go and work for Woodward. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? That's like um, <laughs> frying pan fire. Yeah, well, that's even... It's, and that's being kind. You know, this guy has no clue about football. Yeah. Um, I think, like, none. He's, yeah. he's a businessman. Well, um, at least Levy... Levy's a shrewd businessman, but he's been there for a hot minute. He knows a thing or two about a good player. He's got yeah. something to offer. Um you know, Levy's, if Levy is sanctioning the deals and not Pochettino, he's not done too bad. Well, I, I would I would say this in terms of Daniel Levy's position. Everyone knows he's a hard hard taskmaster. And he's not overspending in terms of 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 players being purchased to to defend Pochettino. He has a chairman owner who is shrewd in the in the transfer market. Lucas Moura, how much do you pay? Thirty million. Not even that. Yeah, Not so, you know, if that was Manchester United, it would have been 60, 70 million. Anytime Manchester United's name is mentioned, the, the value goes up. And just yeah. because everyone knows that Manchester United are basically, for a better word, stupid with money. And it's not because you've got money. You can have money, but be sensible. You know, there's no good walking around throwing money in the air saying, I've got loads of money, look at me. Like, actually loads of money saying, I'm loads, I've, I'm rich. You, you need to be savvy. And I think that Manchester United and... I know we're talking about managers particularly, and, and I will mention a little bit about Oli, but in terms of Manchester United's um, spending behaviour, it is frivolous and almost on the verge of stupid. It has, I have to say stupid, and stupid is a horrible word. You know, it is, but you but have then, to look at the way that they spend money and think you're not smart. Cause, because if, if Levy and Pochettino can get a, a player from PSG for, for less than 30 million, then surely you know, other managers can do the same. But, you know, um, uh, yeah, what I will say about but about Maurizio Pochettino, this is another thing that I mentioned, um, heard of today, is that he's obviously been lined up by Real Madrid. I mean, if he did leave um, Spurs, would you prefer him to go out of the Premier League? Um, no, I think that Pochettino's good for the Premier League. Yeah. I think that he's one of the top managers and it would be a shame to lose him to the Premier League. I wouldn't like to see him be successful with another team in the Premier League. But that's, <laughs> but, but that's yeah. football. That's, that's football. And, yeah. and you've got to be realistic. Yeah. You know, if, he, if, if Pochettino left now and went to Manchester City, you know, Ooh, he, would have, wow. he would have a big task, a task yeah, in yeah. front of him with, because he would have more money than he's, he's ever seen in his life. He would have all the autonomy, yeah. and then you would see whether whether or not he can actually 
manage in, yeah. in that environment because we, we don't know. Do you know what? You for a real swear. I'm, uh, for those that follow me and like Manchester United, they, they were literally pausing their cereal or soup when he said, did he say Man City? Yeah. You know, because that because everyone expects... Guardiola's wife's gone back home. News drops. Yeah. When you talk about the ripple effect. News just know, in. Yeah. Guardiola's wife. Man's gone wife has gone back to home country. Yeah. Like proper left. More, more, more on this. Yeah. As the news on. develops. You know? <laughs> so yeah. Managers on the verge. The Man City thing is 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 another thing because the, the, the their owners are, are taking a whole heap of heat from um, the European um, bodies about financial fair play and about whether they, you know, recruited, you know, players in an unscrupulous way. And Pochettino has been questioned about it and he didn't like the questioning because as far as he's concerned, he is the manager, but he's got nothing to do with players. So you understand the conversation is always different depending on what you want to know and what you actually know. Yeah. You know, because you've got one manager saying, I'm not in Pochettino, the manager, I'm just the coach because I'm not responsible. But, you know, with Pep Guardiola, he is the manager, but he's not responsible for transfers. I mean, go figure, you know. And then you have Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who leads the sack race as six to one odds on to, to, be, to be gone. Um, he says he's the manager, but he has no control. Well, would you be happy that Pochettino joined? Would you be happy for them to get rid of Solskjaer? And no, <clears throat> right. I'll be honest. Right now, I, I had a conversation today with um, uh, David, and we had a good, we had a really good conversation. And I had a conversation with uh, Mad Marcus again. Um, Jessica said, so, "You know, I'm Oli in. I don't want Oli Gunnar Solskjaer to lose his job. I don't want him to leave. I want him to be given the time." Uh, Mad Marcus made a really good. And it was a when he said it, I just thought to myself, how has this not been said by anyone else? He said he has the least experience of any of the managers Woodward has recruited. Moyes, Louis Van Gaal, Jose Mourinho, all of them have had over a decade in terms of top flight management. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, zero. So he needs more time. A year ago, I was in the position. I was defending Jose Mourinho. I wanted him to be supported. I wanted the man, um, the owners, to do what they needed to do in terms of the recruitment. I wanted there to be a um, um, this whole player kind of like power thing. I wanted that squashed. Everyone was like, "No, get rid of Jose." Some people said they never liked him in the first place. I've always liked him, and I still like him because I watch him now on Sky Sports, and he's dynamite in the studio because his knowledge is just literally cutting. He's almost for a better word, like Barack Obama, because when he speaks, everyone stops, you know. So I want Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in place. If that, if if he does get sacked, all it does is it puts Manchester United back two more years than the five years they're already behind. Mm -hmm. So we've, sp we've wasted five years because they kept changing tact. He now has a task where he, he needs to be supported for the duration of his... Um, contract Manchester United fans need to have what I regard you know a little bit of ice cream and jelly and chill yeah, and just patient and realize you're not entitled you know because I'll say this and I had the conversation with David and this is the analogy that I used when we were growing up the number one football boot was Puma Puma King yeah everyone wore it time 
changed, time moved on. No one's talking about Puma anymore. Everyone's talking about Nike. Everyone's talking about Adidas. You cannot live on the history of what you once had. And that is where Manchester United fans are right now. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is part of that history, but he himself needs to leave it and say, right, that was then, this is now. The reality is I've got this kind of these kind of players on my books. They're not where we need uh, this t club needs to be, but this is who we are and this is what we have to do. It's very simple. And the sooner the owners come out and say, we're backing Oli, we're not sacking him, and he will be able to do his job and then it will stop all the nonsense. But, you know, like I said, Littlefinger operates in a different way. He won't say anything because the newspapers will have stories uh, of Maurizio Pochettino being unhappy at Spurs and all that will mean is that little whispers will make their way up the M6 and people will be going, ooh, we have a better manager with more experience. So, I, I, you know, for me, and, and there are individuals that say, oh, we want to get rid of Ole. And I think, what for? You wanted to get rid of Jose. You wanted to get rid of Louis van Gaal. You wanted to get rid of... I mean, seriously, it's like being... It's like being at a, at a public hanging where people just come out and go, we haven't got television, but we need to see some entertainment. Who's getting it tonight? You know, a modern day version of Running Man, for a better, for a better word. And I, and I think I think the interesting thing for me, I'm watching this whole saga unfold, um, still bemused by the fact that everyone's chasing Pochettino with zero on his CV. Whoa. Absolutely bemused. Um, but more, more to the point, and a question that I asked someone last week, and they couldn't actually answer, which was surprising for me, um, that this guy couldn't ask, because he's always got an answer for why Liverpool have or have not done <laughs> Nick, it. where are you? <laughs> yeah, and the question I asked was, why is it that Real Madrid haven't even bothered to approach Liverpool and question Klopp's availability? I, do, you know, I, do you know why? I honestly think that, one, he, one he's not on the verge... Of, of going to, I don't believe he would ever go to Real Madrid as a man. I think some managers have a uh, a plan about where they're going to go next. I think um, Jurgen Klopp was great at uh, Borussia Dortmund. He did a great thing in the, in the in the Bundesliga. You know, Liverpool looked at their manager, their scouting. You know, uh, and I, I'm going to go on to talk about Southampton in a minute. But Liverpool looked at their management recruitment and said, this is the guy for us. He plays what we need. He's, he's going to take this club back to where they were. And they were patient with him. They gave him time. You know, they gave him the resources. And he didn't go out every year and say, I want this, 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 this and this. He wanted specific players. And they said, OK, right, we'll back you. We'll sort that out. And when he didn't get Virgil van Dijk in the summer, he goes, no, I don't want no one else. I'll wait. I'll wait. And you know when you, you actually... A manager says that to your owners, they'll be like, okay, fine. You know, because they, they, they must think, okay, he doesn't want to just go and get anyone. He knows this is the guy. This is the guy. So Why? for Real Why? Madrid, uh, 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 again, they're caught up with nostalgia. They're caught up with... Um, I don't get it. Well, no. I, don't, I don't get it. You're looking for the best, the cream of the crop. You're the, trying to attract this guy who's won nothing. Well, yeah, he's, just, he's taken he's taken an average team and made them better. He ain't made them winners, and he ain't won nothing with them. The, he just made an average team better. Yeah, and yet, yet still, people have just totally bypassed Klopp and all his achievements, and they keep on banging this drum about Pochettino and Madrid. And I, I actually 
but the pull for, for Madrid, I don't get. What's the pull for them? Well, I mean, due to their recent form, they're now back on top of the league, just. Um, but I would say that um, there are, again, rumours with him. He's on the verge, apparently, uh, um, because he didn't get rid of certain players. He didn't get players in. Um, so every manager right now, I think, even though the season has just begun, is on the verge. I'm not even sure what the odds are for him to be sacked. But um, for, for, for um, a scenario, a hypothetical, if Maurizio Pochettino left, sacked, walked away, um, could you think of a manager um, that Spurs would look at to replace him? Mourinho. You'd think at Mourinho? Yeah, I, I would be salivating, mate. <laughs> I would swap Mourinho for Pochettino. I remember when I said this, and people looked at me like I was mad. Yeah, like I needed help. Yeah, right? and I'm telling you, this guy is a serial. Of course, I would swap him. Yeah, because we'd have to have zip worse than no luck to get nothing with Mourinho. He yeah. doesn't do failure. We <laughs> love him or he's marmite. Love yeah, him, hate him, whatever. Like. What you're gonna get is silverware. You're gonna get a couple. Yeah, you know, he, you know what? You know, it's funny you say that. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, and everyone, I had this argument with someone. You say argument, you say Twitter conversation for a better word. Um, and they goes, "Oh, you know, Man United need to be punching. They need to get back to you know Premier League, and and they need to be back in the Champions League." You know, what's wrong with um, the Carabao Cup for success? When, when teams get knocked out, and we haven't talked about Spurs getting knocked out, um, right. when teams get knocked out of comp competitions, everyone turns around and says, well, it doesn't mean much anyway. But I think, you know, it's almost like a frivolous throwaway comment, which in a sense is a lot of BS. You know, again, I'll go back to the serial winner. And one of his quotes was, yeah. um, and Guardiola is of the very same elk. Yeah. Um, winning trophies is a good habit to have yeah yeah so whether the cup is like as small as the ashes there's whether it's like my my, my yeah. cup here yeah because the ashes is not exactly a grandiose thing you no. know it's not about that it's about the winning it's about winning it's, it's about, about winning first doesn't matter what cup it is or what trophy it's about where you finish yeah do you so know it, it, first, it, yeah and you're a winner it, and once you are a winner you can call yourself a winner and you can walk like a winner and act like a winner. Yeah. You can't, you know, Spurs are walking around like runners up right now. Yeah. They're walking around like they got beaten in the final, like yeah. they weren't good enough to win the European. That's mm. how they're that's how they're playing. Well, I'll put that down to Poch not picking his strongest team, to be fair. Well, I think gotta be honest. Like, like, I think it's down to him not picking his strongest team, but I also think, you know, has he got the dressing room still? Has he still got it? Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Do you know what? You mentioned Jose Mourinho, right? I'm gonna yeah. go through the list of managers, obviously. In their order, first to bottom, of 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 um, possible on the verge of being sacked. Um, Ole Solskjaer, obviously first six to one. I can't talk about Pochettino because he's there. Uh, at twelve to one, Nuno Espirito Santos, Wolves. Can you believe it? He's third. Can this guy be on the verge? And I think that's just because they've they've already played double the amount of games of everyone else because they had to qualify for the Europa. And that means their league form has dipped a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, let me just go through the list. Let me go through the list real quick. Um, 
Kike Sanchez Flores, who's literally just come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, man, he's literally in the revolving door. Yeah, really. of like, he's not even put his bags down. He's just oh, going round and round. Steve Bruce, who is at 14 to 1, has probably said, I've unpacked and all my shoes are polished. They're in the cupboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going anywhere. And, and no. this, is, this is a name that I, I, I was surprised he didn't say, which would, which I'm thinking if, if Pochettino did leave, this is what Daniel Levy would do. At Southampton, Ralph Hasselhoff. Yeah. And the reason I, I kind of looked at that and I thought, you know what? Spurs and Liverpool, they've got this thing about taking from Southampton. Players, yeah. managers, you know? Yeah, they've yeah. got this thing where they go, you know what, let's just go down the South Coast and tell them boys, come to London, come to London. Yeah. And, and, and uh, Southampton did a number on Manchester United, so I know this guy's got, he's got a good structure. He had a good um, record in, in, in Germany. Um, you know, he is really, he sets his team up to be obviously defend well, play the ball from midfield and, and go on the attack and really go on the attack. So I thought as much as it's, you know, um, you mentioned uh, Jose. I just looked at that and I thought, if Richard Pochettino went, I could see Daniel Levy just just going down to the South Coast and saying, how do you fancy a bit of North London? But it's more of the same. If that's what I mean. It's more of the same. You're gambling. That's what you're, I mean. You're, you're, you're backing as a, a non-winner. Look, the Spurs now have got one of the best stadiums in Europe, all right? They need trophies. They don't need anything else now. They've done all the marketing. They've set up the team. They've got the finances. They've got the stadium. They've got the fan base. We need some silverware. And we need to put people in place that are going to deliver that. And to be honest with you, I, you can't keep punting, taking a punt on, on this role anymore. Mm. Um, you, you, you know, you, the top table teams don't do that. And mm. this is why you know, for want of a better example, this is why United are struggling mm. and they have struggled because, yeah. you know, the reality is this. I believe if Van Gaal was still at United, United would have won something by now. <laughs> I believe that. Um, whether people like him, don't yeah. like him, again, he's a guy that's delivered. And I think it's about what you want. I think United are saying, you know, we want to change our strategy. We want to go and look at the youth. We want to do et cetera, et cetera. You've got to look at what's happening in football now. Yeah. You know, you got to look at what's happening in football now. Spurs haggled over Dybala. Mm. Well, I think everyone did. Right. But the reality is this. You can't haggle over players anymore. You pay what they're being, what they're asked for or you move on. You waste your time trying to, like, you know, romance them and have this dalliance with them. And then you get to, like, day 29 or 30 in the transfer market and you realise, you know, actually the deal's not going to go through. We had the whole, and again, this is Spurs do this every single time. Mm. You know, trying to do deals last minute when, you know, when did Wamba Saka play? He had a full preseason with United. Yeah. Or, right? We're trying to buy people when the, the league games have already started playing. Yeah. You know, it, it, your strategy, it, again, it, it, they've got to rethink this whole thing. They've got to bring someone in who can win with players. Yeah, you know, this, this bedding in time and players needing time to settle in, and you know, you bought a young man from Swansea, Cardiff, Cardiff, yeah, no, uh, Swansea, Swansea. Uh, Swansea. You bought a young man from Swansea. He's flying. He's absolutely flying. Do you know what I mean? We bought a young man from Leeds, gave him back to Leeds. Mm -hmm. 
right? So, you know, like, where, where are we going now? Because mm. we, I think, personally, I don't think Pochettino will deliver us a trophy. Mm. And I think just like every relationship and every employment and every job, yeah, there are some things that are just for a time. And, and sometimes you need something just to get you from A to B. But then to get you from C to D to E, you might need to change the navigator. You might need to change the, the pilot. You might, you know, and, and, and do you think that, that Pochettino has the tools to get a trophy at Spurs? I think that he is a great coach of players, but to, to teach people how to win, you, have, you surely have, would have had to have won something. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I think you're right. It's a good question. Hi, guys. Just a little segue. Please check out the Fans for Diversity video. It's my reflection on a recent event in London. It's the Fans for Diversity video. Let me know what you think and let's get back into this podcast. Yeah, I, I think in terms of Spurs winning, um, they need, need a winner. To, the, the, apart from the, the, um, a winner, they need to actually um, prioritise the FA Cup. I think I think it's been a number of years since they've actually tried or even got close to winning the the actual league um, in itself. I think that's what they need to do. Um, I think you're hundred percent. I mean, yeah. sorry to even interject. You've got to look at look at the players, look at the managers and the mentality of certain managers. Yeah. yeah. You had Oxlade Chamberlain. Um, you had uh, uh, who else was was playing for Liverpool? Um, you had Milner on the pitch. You had players of experience where they put players on the pitch and they're saying we're taking this this, this game seriously. Sterling, yeah. Sterling, Jesus for Man City, right? You know, Arsenal. They put out a young team, but for me, um, you know, the Arsenal can experiment or not experiment. It's neither here nor there. Um, because I think that some teams have got... Hello? You still there, T? Arsenal, they're not my favourite club, you know. Yeah. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you just dropped out for a moment. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so Arsenal, they're not my favourite team, but yeah. you know they've got a, a relatively recent history of, of success. Yeah. Um, Spurs have put out their second, like youngsters, players that that are nowhere near getting a game in the Premiership, in one of the trophies that for me, he should be targeting. Yeah. You, you're putting out a weakened team. So why? What you need to put out the strongest team in the Carabao Cup and win it, so that you get your strongest team used to winning. Yeah. Because if you play the youth and the youth win, that still doesn't help your, help your first 11. It doesn't help your first it 11 at all. Help. You need to create a winning mentality amongst your first 11. So if they've got to play Caribou Cup knockout games, then that's what they've got to play. And these players are privileged. Yeah. You know, people are talking about, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. You give me £200,000 a week, I'll play football Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, and twice on Sunday. Yeah. All right? Until I'm knackered. You'd see me dragging my foot around like a three-legged horse. And, <laughs> and, 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 and these players are privileged. You know, we, we, we can't really play more than six games. Why not? These are young athletes. These are people that train 
twice a day. They run hard for Pochettino. You give them the, the, the evening off yeah. in a competition where, they, listen, these first 11, they don't deserve a night off. They should have been playing that game. <laughs> you, you, you think that you can get beat up all over the Premiership and then when we go to play the lesser team, you get a night off because, because you're what? You're not winning. Go and win. Yeah. Uh, do you know, it's, 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 I mean, you know, we can talk briefly about um, the games this week. I mean, you guys have knocked out. I think Man Manchester United literally scraped, scraped through uh, against Rochdale. People will say, oh, but you won on penalties. I think Rochdale matched Manchester United uh, thoroughly throughout that game. Man United did have chances. They did have chances. It was a good game. It was a good game, was, game, was, was a good game of football and um, yeah. pleasing to see. Um, young players given a chance on both on on, on, on both sides, you know, uh, and, and a young 16-year-old scoring on 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 his um, first appearance at Old Trafford, even though it's for for the visiting team. Um, but I think that Oli played what I would say is a strong team, um, and he needed to get a win. I, I, I think it was really important that he 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 had a win, and and, and for the why he played a, a strong team. Yeah, yeah. Pochettino played a weak team. Well, I, and I, he needed to win. Yeah, I think I think from I think some managers look at it differently. I think for him, he probably thinks I need to focus on the Premier League and the Champions League, right, Pochettino. But I think from Oli's position is that the team aren't performing well. Um, they drop points against um, Southampton. They drop points against. Crystal Palace, um, they dropped points against West Ham. You know, despite the league position, he needed a, a feel-good game. He needed a feel-good result. And by bringing in um, the youth to play, um, he helped one to curry favour with the fans and show that he's kind of using them uh, um, as as the fans would like him to use them um, in certain games. The difficulty yeah. is that you have this for me. This this feeling of, of victory or winning, um, and you're going into much more difficult games where the opponents are going to be slightly more streetwise and savvy, uh, and Manchester United fans will think they can win that game. And I think from both managers' points of view, I think from Pochettino, either he didn't want anything to do with the competition, and he felt that the players themselves let themselves down, and and from from Oli's point of view, he needed to win. Now whether or not Man United win the competition overall is irrelevant. He was more focused on the win, the, you know, in terms of the game itself and what that meant, what that meant for the the team, the club, the players. In terms of, for a better word, um, their emotional well-being. Listen, the last successful manager that was on the verge of getting sacked, yeah, before he won twenty how much trophies? One, yeah. What did they start with? Well, what did they start with? Started with um. FA right. Cup was a League Cup. No, League, League Cup. Cup. Or Alex yeah. Ferguson was about to League get Cup. that axe welded on him. Yeah. He won the League Cup. Yeah. It doesn't matter what cup it is. Yeah. You play your strongest. Until you create a team of winners, no one gets a night off. Yeah. Like, I don't, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't. Look, look. And, and, and again, people will throw caution to the wind and say, well, look at Oxford West Ham. Yeah. Oxford played 10 first team changes and yeah. trounced West Ham 4-0. Yeah. Right? Now, Pellegrini's won the league. Yeah. He's not on the list. Yeah. He's not on the verge. Yeah. You know, so again, it's, it's like, you know, you've got to take a pun. What, what is it that, what is it that Pochettino's trying to protect? 
what the players that didn't turn up against yeah. Leicester. No, you don't protect those players. What you do is you tell them go out there and go and earn the right to play the next Premiership game. I expect mm. I expect a, a result against Colchester. <laughs> That's what I expect, and go and give it to me, and yeah. make sure you win that properly as that yeah. game properly as well. You know, it, 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 it's it's you're you're playing this thing out like you're in a position where where you you can afford to do that. Klopp can afford to play his kids. City can afford to play theirs, and United can afford to play theirs. Just just on recent history alone, they can afford it. Mm. We can't afford it. What mm. what what kind of thing is he doing there? Mm. We're nothing. Why would you not play your strongest? We need to win something we need to get these guys used to winning they're used to losing yeah they lost the champions league final they've lost the, the premiership against leicester they lost uh, the bulk of those players yeah. they, they need to get used to winning yeah go, go and play in a competition that i expect you to win and you're good enough to win and go and win it and then we move on from there you're playing the kids why, why? Mm. most of them guys ain't getting a game for spurs so using that like i said you buy kids, you loan them back out. Why? Why loan them back out and then play these ones? Yeah. Why not keep Jack Clark then for the for the for the Carabao Cup? Yeah. What, like what, I, I'm telling you, for me, I take my hat off to him. I love what he's done. I don't love what he's doing, and I'm concerned for Spurs because I think that if we're not careful, we're going to be blinded by Pochettino turning an average team into a good team and feeling like, you know, we can't do no better than him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I think it's, the, you know, I mean, in terms of his position, uh, there is, you can't do no better. And the flip side is, is from a Manchester United point of view, or probably other teams will say we can do better. So, you yeah. know, Oli's on the verge of being sacked, for a better word. Um, Pochettino's on the verge of going or being sacked or walking away. Um, and all of the other managers that, that you mentioned are on the verge of of um, losing their job. And I think it just it's the merry-go-round that has, you know, has already begun. We're, we're literally not even at the end or close to the end of, of the, the, the summer. And um, we're talking about what's going to happen with the managers. And I think that the pressure of the game in, in itself brings about Kind of lots of the wrong kind of conversation, but I think there's no everyone. Everyone wants something right now, and I think even with the things that they want, the 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 direction that they go down. And I think you're right with Pochettino. How you allowed certain players to rest? You need to win yeah. something. You need to win something. And I think there's this because they're international players. They're entitled. They think, oh, this is what the club are going to do. And I think you know what? Bring it's a game. Bring back Cluffy. Yeah, he would have had the, he would have had their Monday training on the yeah. same Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. The game finished. Yeah, in sprints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna um let, 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 let's wrap wrap this up because I'm um I think we've kind of discussed the possibility of of certain managers going. And I don't really. I'm trying to be. I am very much Oli in. Uh, and I definitely want Pochettino to stay because I think if he leaves, as I've said, it's just going to be, you know, it's just going to in intensify in terms of Oli's position and uh, that from a Manchester United fan point of view, I, I don't want that, you know, but I'm sure some people will say, no, uh, Manchester United are a big club and they need to get a manager of uh, of a similar stature. Um, but, you know, as you as a Spurs fan time, you'll say, well, he hasn't won anything. So what does that mean? Well, 
like I said, bring on, you know, again, bring on Mourinho. <laughs> bring on, <laughs> it's bring good. Do you know Mourinho. what? That would be that would be the funniest thing. I it would make me laugh if he were to go there and and, and win something. And win something. You know, because what I, to be honest, it would one upset the Arsenal fans, and we all like to see them a little yeah. bit tearful. Um, and it would definitely upset Chelsea, and and not to say that it would upset Manchester United fans, but I think Manchester United fans would be puzzled yeah. as to why it didn't work, and they yeah. would say, "Oh, he upset." And I think Jose Mourinho himself has said that he has learned a lot from that period, that episode, and he will go about and be very, very happy. And I think. Should he go to Spurs, uh, I think he will meet a chairman who's probably no different to Woodward, but I think he might have to change his ways and be more flexible in terms of what he can realistically expect from the chairman. The thing, the thing that the thing that that that, that people forget about Mourinho is is that you know he is a fantastic coach as well as a serial winner. You know, he, he's not just a good manager. Um, he's not lucky. Mm. He's got a, he's got a, a, a record of success that is is you know is, is second to none. There's only a handful of managers that you you could say are better than Mourinho in terms of what he's delivered to football. Um, he's still got his house in London. Um, you know, this, this this for me, it's a no-brainer. I I, I think if Spurs want to step up another level the next person to sit in that chair because I believe Pochettino will go whether it's yeah. mid-season end of season whatever yeah. I think he will go whether he wins or doesn't win I think he'll go um, is that we need to bring someone in who is used to punching at that level yeah. and command and demand that level of performance from players there are players in that Tottenham team now that are very pally pally with Pochettino, you know, they know they're getting a game even if they're shit. And and Harry Kane's one of them. Yeah. You know, he 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 Harry Kane can have a poor game. Harry Kane can come back and he can be dragging one of his legs behind him and still manage to take a spot in the Champions League final over the man that got us there with a hat trick. Yeah. We're talking about Spurs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about Man United or Man City or Liverpool, we're talking about Tottenham Hotspurs, Champions League final, one off. Yeah. You put a half dead man on the pitch <laughs> instead of. <laughs> right? Oh. So you put so, and then you're saying there's harmony in the draft. How can there be? Yeah, it's going to be difficult. Definitely How can difficult. There be? This season, a man who's. Would you blame Lucas Moura for, t for giving 75% instead of 100 this year? Um. No, I, to be honest, I wouldn't. Not that I wouldn't blame it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't not expect it because I think that, that football players are no different than anyone. You know, there's a working environment, and you're not happy. And if you're not fully committed, or you're not getting a hundred percent from your employer, then you think, well, why am I bothering? So exactly, exactly. You know, so it's, it's always going to be one of those. But you know, uh, you've more or less had the final word. You think that Pochettino will definitely be going by the end of this year, either by Christmas or by. By the end of the season, you think this is it, he's done. I don't think... I think the only way that um, Pochettino leaves in January 
is if Levy's already had Marino around for dinner. <laughs> so, uh, that's the only way. I think he leaves at the end of the season. Oh, gosh. All right. Okay. We're going to leave it there. I'm going to say for everyone, please make sure that you like, share and subscribe. Let us know what you think about the managers on the verge. Um, do you think Pochettino will survive? Do you think if Pochettino doesn't survive or leaves, will he replace Onegon or Solskjaer at Old Trafford? And will Spurs get Jose Mourinho? That would really be sad. Uh, until, until next time, um, I'll see you guys very, very soon. Bye for now.